Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Okay. Come through, Queen. I wanna see ya. Come through, Queen. And Brendan. And this is Come Through, Through Queen. Queen. This is episode 37, Year in Come Through. This week on Come Through Queen, we're looking back at 2016 and reminiscing on the heights and the flops of the year. In the news, we discuss Tina Knowles quitting social media, the annual Kardashian-Jenner Christmas Eve party, and J-Lo and, Cre- and, <laughs> J-Lo and Drake cozying up with Leah Remini in their midst. Of course, we're going to talk about our shows, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, as well as Vanderpump Rules, and we're going to jump back into Ladies of London for a bit before talking about the new podcast, Making Oprah. And this week, instead of a freak and a queen, we are looking back on those we lost this year. R.I.P. Hi, Brendan. Hey, and we've got a special guest with us. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is Jimbo's here all the way from California. He lives here now. I do. I do. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Big fan of the show. Happy to be here. Thanks. Welcome. <laughs> What's going on? How's everyone's uh, holidays? Are you on your feet? I'm on my feet, for the most part, I think. You know, it's been, it's been fun. Dan just got rid of his Christmas tree. Yeah, really killing the holiday spirit early this year. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was, it was, we mentioned last week that it was, like, drooping and sad, so. Sad. What'd you do for Christmas? Uh, I was in New Jersey for a little over 24 hours. What about you, Jimbo? I got my wisdom teeth out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was great. Were you fucked up? A uh, little bit. I got some codeine, but you know what? I was back on my feet after about two days. So. Have you ever seen that video of the girl who does the ice bucket challenge while she's on her wisdom teeth? Drug? Yes. <laughs> 
Queen. You should have done I that. I should have revived the ice bucket challenge. I think it's. Oh, sorry. I should have revived the ice bucket challenge. <laughs> you know, I'm learning a lot about podcasting and radio in general. Dan told me that if I want to speak, I should speak into the microphone. So, <laughs> yeah. There we go. Well, welcome to it. Thank you. Um, Speaking of the ice bucket challenge, I was forced to do a mannequin challenge. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> I'll link to it on Come Through Queen so you guys can all check it out. It's scary. It's yeah. Part of my. I thought that's like over by now. I, I said it was too, but I couldn't not be the team player in the family. I had to do it. But there seemed to be f- like family members missing. Well, yeah, this was like a challenge. late night situation. Mm. When that was just like the cousin coven, right? Yeah. I mean, like there was a whole to do that this entire week. I'm a bit exhausted. Yeah, but you came through straight from Pennsylvania, Westchester. Oh, yes. And I'll have more on my experience in Westchester, Pennsylvania when we talk about Real Housewives <laughs> of Beverly Hills. Strangely enough. Because me and Lisa and I have a lot in common this week. Yeah. Let's jump into the news, Dan. Sure. Okay. Um, so this week we learned Tina Knowles just quit social media. So E-Online is reporting Tina had looked at a person's post of a video of Beyonce performing the Dreamgirls song Patience with Hudson and fellow movie co-star Anika Noni Rose at the 2007 Oscars and liked a comment from another user who wrote, J-Hud sounds horrible. <gasps> I'm actually <laughs> shook by this. Like in a very real way. Oh, yeah. We should note that we have a member of the Beehive in the room. Yeah, I don't think we've ever had a member of the Hive in our midst before. <laughs> but Jimbo is a proud member. I'm a proud, proud member, yes. Uh, so, Ms. Tina Lawson took to Instagram and wrote a lengthy Instagram comment. I don't even know what this is attached to, if it's a video or something. But anyway, this is what she wrote. She said, I never seen anything like it. Just clowning around with my clowning around buddy, Caleb, having fun. I am writing this commentary for Jennifer Hudson and not for the evil, mean people that are making this into a social media ugly thing. I've known Jennifer Hudson for many years and have totally been in admiration of her talent and beauty and kindness. I would never, never, ever say anything negative about her or agree with anything negative. My children... (laughs) (laughs) My, My children have told me that I, my children, worried <laughs> that I might accidentally touch something, <laughs> I do something, when looking at other sites, and have warned me about it. I am not that great on social media, and somehow maybe I touched a button. But the truth is, <laughs> I was on my Instagram, and someone commented on Beyonce, and went to look at their site, and saw uh, some good videos and performances of Beyonce. And I was looking at them. I didn't even look at the comments or what people were saying till just now. And I absolutely would not have touched a like or dislike on any one of these sites. I think if you look through my Instagram, you'll see that I am not a hater and I am not a negative and I am not negative about people. So to Jennifer for my mistake of accidentally touching it, (laughs) which I don't remember doing. I really apologize. I totally love and admire you. Heart emoji. But I will be taking a break from social media as this is the bad side of it. There are people who make their living off negativity. Wow. As a member of the Hive. Wow. And as a member of as someone who, who periodically returns to Twitter and takes a break from it, <laughs> yes. how do you feel? No, I mean, I, I can really identify. And honestly, 
this sounds like something I would like write or like think about <laughs> in my brain. Like I, I can relate to Tina in this instance. And you know what? She's right. There's a lot of haters out there and there's mm. a lot of negativity. So you know what? Take a break, Miss Tina. And then come back rebranded. And come back. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's quite a statement though. I kind of I know. Had, like put it in a Word doc maybe and just <laughs> took a pass before she posted that. Um, Dan, whenever he has to read something long like that, I just get <laughs> It's hilarious. You get anxious over me reading I, it? Yeah. Like, I can't read? No, it's just, it, she wasn't really making complete sentences. So I know, I was reading it verbatim. <laughs> I wasn't ad-libbing or anything. This You're, is a bummer, though, because she's really good on Instagram. Yeah, like, I thought she's so, too. Good in, like, a, like, a funny right. way, like, not with her, but at her. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I, I support Miss Tina and everything she does. So. Same. Speaking of Miss Tina, who is friends with um, Miss Chris, maybe? I doubt that. <laughs> um, the Kardashian-Jenner had their annual Christmas Eve party. Yes. So there, were, there was not really any big news to come of it other than... I thought it was huge news. Paris went to the party and yeah. took a few pictures with Ms. Kimberly. But they've been like estranged for years. No, they... I believe they reconciled. Right? Did they? Uh, yeah. They were photographed the, together at a D, like, like a DJ like event. Ibiza or yeah. I don't know. Oh my god. In Ibiza. Ibiza. Yeah. They took a pill in Ibiza. They took a, they took a drug <laughs> vacation. Yes. <laughs> Dan kept on saying that I was on an alcohol vacation over Christmas. Well, were you? My family just likes to party. Oh. Mm, mm, for, mm. for like six nights in a row. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I do have a question if we have time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did, uh, did they take... Like their annual Kardashian. No, that's been canceled. Photo. Oh, is that done? They haven't okay. done that in years. Well, oh. they didn't do it this year. They did it the year before. I feel like the last one was maybe two years ago. Yeah, but um, Kim and Kanye and North and Saint took a cute little pic. Got it. Okay. Oh, I didn't All see right. that. I missed yeah. that. Okay. All right, that's fine. Um, my favorite look of the night was Kendall's. She looked sort of crazy. Oh. Like she looked like wild and free. Yeah, maybe that's why I liked it. My favorite look of the night was Faye Resnick sitting on Santa's lap <laughs> oh with Chris. Um, I heard Kyle and Mauricio were there too. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. And Kyle's now gallivanting around Aspen with Bethany and Carol as a quick aside. This is this is in the year 2017. No, in the year 2017, Dan and I are going to draw a map of how all these reality TV relationships mm. work. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to do like a very special episode where we like go relationship to relationship and talk about it all. Maybe create some sort of visual. Yeah, I feel like follow. we need like an infographic. Yeah. 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 We'll create an infographic. Thank you. Um, one last holiday note from this. Mm-hmm. Uh, while we're talking about Paris, um, there was a photograph... Of Paris, Kim Richards, Kathy Hilton, and Latoya Jackson hiding behind Kathy that I felt like was very important. I feel like they've season. been I feel like we knew about this relationship, right? This friendship? That that Latoya's part of the fam? Yeah. I know I like we know about it, but it's nice to see it in action. Yeah. This family sticking together and loving each other. Is Paris Jackson named after Paris Hilton? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Should we move on to J-Lo and Drake? Yes. Though? 
So Jennifer Lopez and Drake cuddled up on Tuesday night, seemingly confirming their romantic status. The 47-year-old singer and 30-year-old rapper. I don't like how they have to always yeah. list the ages. That's yeah. Why? I because you that. feel bad because you're older than Alex. No. <laughs> But like they always list the age whenever they do one of these little celebrity reports. Mm -hmm. But anyway, uh, they shared an intimate moment on Instagram. However, neither star included a caption, leading fans to speculate about the duo. Uh, Rihanna apparently unfollowed both of them, but JLo and Drake still subscribe to, to Rihanna. But more importantly than any of this, for those of you following Leah Remini, you could tell that she was there present during this. She probably took the pick. She might have took it. She might have taken it. And where do you think Michelle Visage was in all this? Not, not invited. <laughs> not not present. No. No. See, Michelle is Leah's friend, but Michelle is not friends with J Lo. I need them all to get together at some point. Like I'm sure they've been in the same room together. Yeah. But it's not like a sister. Like it's not a sister. It's not a sisterhood. Not a sisterhood. <laughs> like there was that photo of J Lo and Leah that they took together, like both on their iPhones. Mm-hmm. That, like, showed a true sisterhood. Maybe they were FaceTiming with Michelle. <laughs> well, if you want to believe that fan fiction. <laughs> I just like that when you look at Leah Remini now, you can see, like, Michelle's impact just by looking at her nails. She's always got, like, a severe nail going yeah. on. Yeah. And it looks like they go to the same person. Are you guys caught up on Leah Remini Scientology Exposed? It, was there an episode this week? Oh, I don't know. Because I, I was on another planet. Yeah, so. while you were on Jupiter, I missed <laughs> this episode as well. But last week there was two episodes. Yeah, the Ask Me Anything episode was great. Which was like better than a regular episode, actually. Right. You got more of Leah's um, personality through that. I don't think he's a Leah Remini fan. No, I'm a fan. Hmm. She's Ariana Grande's grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> there is that one picture of Leah Remini in... In Leah Remini's Troublemaker, that as a baby, she not looks a baby, exactly a tween. She looks like Ariana, like Ariana Grande. Yeah, yes, that's uh, spitting image <laughs> conspiracy theory. Oh my God, what we should talk about? Oh, never mind. I have a subject that James can weigh in on later. Okay, that we've been discussing all 2016, but I don't think we've discussed it on on this spot. Very yeah, podcast. we okay. wanted him to send a note. Remember. Oh, yeah. Okay. We'll get to it later. Sure. Um, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about, but I'm so excited. Should we get into Vanderpump Rules? Okay. Uh, Vanderpump Rules. It all started out with the tea towels, which I think is pretty much the highlight of this episode. Uh, they were like folding tea towels. Those were the ugliest fucking invitations I've ever seen. Well, the invitation... I think there's like a paper component, but there's also the tea towel component yeah wait so jimbo let's get the lay of the land on like where you are on <laughs> vanderpump rules how much you've watched casual watcher used to watch more or no um i think i think i've watched seasons one and two what okay. are we on we're on four yeah that sounds about right okay. are we in five no i don't think so no i watched three what was uh veil bloom that was three that was two that was two <gasps> no three has the best opening credits and we've had four since then and then this is five. Oh wow this okay. is yeah because i have the i have the three opening credits bookmarked yeah. on my um computer so like when i get bored i'll just <laughs> click what was the season that opened with sheena's birthday party when she got glass in her foot was that three? I don't know. I don't know. Unimportant. Anyway, sorry. Unimportant. I, but he's, I'm not caught up. But he's, I, a fun fact is that Jimbo looks like 
Val Bloom in drag when he wears a wig. True. I. <laughs> he's also a former resident of West Hollywood. True. Yeah. So I can. Uh, so he's a little bit of an expert on I've, this. I've lived. That, I've lived that life. <laughs> he's lived you know. the life. Yes. Um, Former sir employee. Anyway, sorry. I never had carpet in my apartment, though. <laughs> no. I will say that. But yeah. you had those vertical blinds. Oh yeah. Yeah. They escaped those vertical blinds. They are, they are a blight <laughs> on our community. I'll tell you that. Uh, so those two towel invitations were eighteen fifty each. And Stasi said they were eighteen fifty for a rag. For a rag, a dish rag. If like if I were Tom Schwartz and my fiance bought those as our invitations, I would I have hung myself with those tea towels. <laughs> <laughs> Is that too much? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I retract that statement. <laughs> I would have washed some dishes with those tea towels. Wait, sorry. Just to recap, so. Tom and Katie invited people to their wedding via tea towels. Yes. <laughs> they sent them a cardboard box with like a with a twig on it with a folded up tea yeah. towel that has their invitation. And Kristen and Kristen, who has not been working at Sir for a few years now, said she felt like she was working at Sir all over again, folding up the tea towels and placing them in the box. <laughs> we got a lot of parents involved in this episode. We saw Katie's parents, Stasi's parents, and someone else's. Sheena. Oh Sheena. Sheena's mom, yeah. Yeah, they were going Which one did you think was the biggest star? I thought Katie's grandmother. She reminded me of Gloria, um, Jill Zarin's mom. And we um, said Jill Stein's mom. <laughs> um, I would say, not in a good way, Stasi's mom is a star, but in a, like a big brother failed contestant way. Well, she was a failed um, oh, yeah. Amazing Race contestant. Yeah, which is like all in the same family, the yeah. CBS family. Yeah. Julie Chen, we're listening. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I just said that. Um, Kristen not knowing what the Hamptons were, or like not having any idea, and be- she was like, Queen. do you have to go to each one of the Hamptons when you go there? <laughs> do people in LA not know what the Hamptons are, Jimbo? <laughs> um, no, nobody knows what the Hamptons are. You, all stupid. You all go to like that place in the desert, and then... Oh yeah, do you do drug? You do you guys? Do yeah, drug you have vacations. drug vacations in the desert, right? Is it- There's always a house at the pool and all those floaties. That yeah, it's like Coachella think- and Burning Man. They're, it- guys, they're talking about Palm Springs. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's what we're talking about. Um, but true, yes, we all we all go to Palm Springs. Uh, we roll, and I don't know oh what God. are we talking about. <laughs> oh my God, um, that's actually hilarious that she doesn't know what the Hamptons are though. Like, but kind of perfect for her. But it's like it's like someone yeah. in New York not really grasping like why you guys vacation in the desert sure yeah yeah, no, yeah i get that um but we do mm. so we also got james drinking cough syrup at like during his dj sets oh syrup i don't know if it's technically syrup if there's not alcohol in it i think it was just i think he was just drinking cough syrup <gasps> this is also great because okay no this is i was bringing you in lil wayne Oh yeah, loves scissor. Aren't and you familiar with Lil Wayne? Jimbo loves Lil Wayne. <laughs> I do. Thank you guys for being so, for, for including me so much in this podcast. I do love Lil Wayne. Um, yeah, you know he had his moments with it, but I think he's kind of on the other side. But do you side. know what what's in scissor? Isn't it like I think I believe it's codeine, um, like a a soda. Uh, yeah, it's like a sprite, and then an alcohol as well. There's probably like a Mountain Dew code red in there. We sound so white right now. <laughs> no, but I just, I don't think it's purely just cough syrup and it's, okay and soda. Because that doesn't seem to have like the magic medicine. There's a Wikipedia page? Sure is. Prescription strength cough syrup. Plus. Um, 
Oh yeah, which contains codeine, promethazine. Okay, and um, dirty sprite. Oh, jolly uh, jolly rancher uh, candy essentially thrown in for sweetness. Mm. The watermelon um, kind; those are the best. And then the purplish hue comes from dyes in the cough syrup, hence purple drink. But no alcohol. I don't believe so. I mean, I'm sure you could. You know. I just don't get what the, what's the point of only drinking the cough syrup. Um. Have you ever taken codeine? I am actually just coming off of a, a flight of codeine. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, no, I mean, it's it, it, it affects you. Oh, okay, you know? fine. Yeah. I thought there was, like, more to it. I thought there was, like, something about, like, the chemistry of the alcohol mi- mixing with the codeine that caused something to happen. Well, yeah. Well, it, it does say purple drink is often used in combination with alcohol and or... There we go. Now it's all coming together. One of the one things Kristen did know about the Hamptons was Bethany Frankel. <laughs> is Bethany Frankel now a Hamptons icon? I guess she is. She's the face of the Hamptons. Um, we also got Jax's breast reduction. <laughs> we go to the plastic surgeon with him like all On the time. All the time. Yeah. I, remember, I remember the episode where he got his schnoz done. Like he which ne- time? The third, the first, second, or third time? Oh, he, it was for like the quote unquote deviated septum. Mm, yeah. He never should have gotten that done. He, his nose was like a good looking mm. nose back then. Like a healthy nose. Actually, they had a flashback with like Stassi's brother last time he was on the show when he was like counseling Jax. He looked so much more attractive in that flashback scene than in present day. Dan, tell us how much you hate Stassi's brother. No, no, I don't hate him because I, he's just trying to like be a star. <laughs> but it was so clear, like the conversation. <laughs> I mean, he's just like a he's just a, a kid trying to make it in Hollywood. That's right. But tough uh, town. You insulted his haircut. Well, the part was like in the middle of his scalp. He's 11 years old. I know. It's (laughs) it's the mom's fault, actually. Um, But I feel like that scene was just so rehearsed and like pre-produced that the unnaturalness of it really bothered me. Yes. We... Yeah, moving on. Um, we got a butt montage of all the all the boys. Mm, yeah, a lot of butts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else from this episode? I mean, it was a pretty boring episode. I know. There's been a lot of talk online about the fact that the season isn't that great. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not great, but I think it's still watchable. It's better than Beverly Hills. Yeah, which. <laughs> Oh what a snooze. Yeah, we watched it over the worst episode. <laughs> Do you? I literally haven't watched a new episode of that show in probably three years. And I was like, oh. Yeah, what was the last season that you like were caught up on? Um, was Taylor Armstrong still around? It was a Brandy season. Oh yeah, forget about Brandy. Um, Wait, so Brandy has been gone now for... This is... This she is her second season not on the show. Not on the show. Got she it. she okay. was briefly in FOH when Yolanda needed friends last season. Yeah. And now, was given like a little reunion spot. Maybe it was Carlton season. Maybe that's the last oh. one. We have some Carlton comments this episode as well. <laughs> okay. okay. Beverly Hills? Yes. Do you want me to bring my Westchester PA expertise yet? Or do you want me to wait? No, we could start with that. Well, they kept on showing scenes of Westchester PA, beautiful town, um, because that's where QVC is located. 
Yeah. But it actually is like a legitimately like beautiful town. For some reason I thought QVC was on Long Island, but maybe that's Home Shopping Network. Maybe. I thought I thought HSN was like in Florida. I don't know. And then like that Q Vine or whatever live E-Vine. is in Minnesota. Okay. So Heather DeBro always has to go there. But you reported live <laughs> on an alcohol vacation to Westchester PA. Yeah. And my cousin like lives like Right in the little downtown area, and his house is like super cute, and it's like a legitimately really cute town. Um, what did I do there? I went out to drinks, bowling. Went bowling. I love bowling. Same. Did you go to QVC? No, but usually we drive by a little bit just because, like, it's like out in the woods. Mm. <laughs> um, no. So is that your report from Westchester PA? <laughs> Had some margaritas last night. Really good. Um. There's this girl, my cousin's neighbor, and have you ever seen that SNL skit of, like, the drunk girl you get stuck talking to at the party? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, legitimately this girl. Oh my god, I hope she doesn't listen to this episode. I won't name names. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) They have a lot of neighbors. I know who you are. (laughs) They have a lot of neighbors who, like, come over all the time, and, like, this one guy just lets them Wait, neighbors come and go? Yeah. What is this, like, Kimmy Gibbler? It's like... And Jimmy Gibbler? It's like friends, except, like, in a townhouse complex. Wow. Yeah, it's That's like fun. a whole new world. No, I like don't make eye contact with my neighbors. Oh my god. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys friends with your neighbors? No. Um, no. I'm in a sublet at the moment, so <laughs> I, don't, I don't really even know who I'm living with. And or <laughs> my roommate's old coworker lives downstairs, so one time she came and sat on our couch. Okay. Uh... So sorry. <laughs> so Belgrade store died, so QVC line could live. Yeah, that's what we learned today. I really want someone to buy me a Lisa Rinna duster. That's a good luck for you, I think. <laughs> I could see you in a duster. We should all get dusters. We yeah, wear a duster for New Year's Eve party. Okay. That was like the look in like 2003 at my high school. It was like a duster with like Merrells and like seven jeans. Yeah, I can't really like pin I feel like I've I've been around dusters. But I can't right. pinpoint if it's like my mom or like college they, I think they had a moment amongst all women. Right. They're obviously still having a moment. Yeah, according to Lisa. Oh my yeah. god, her the other look that she brought out. Oh, that plaid. Oh. Well, like the black plaid wasn't so bad, but that like caramel plaid looked like such a schmuck. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> What did you just call it? A schmuck. <laughs> um, I also like couldn't really wrap my head around the reason as to why they were filming like 24 hours. Like couldn't they pre-record it and then just pretend it was live? No, because the whole thing about QVC is like interacting with the people like who are calling in because people actually call in. I know, but they could like call in pre-recorded like watch Heaven's Live when he's not live. No, but like they actually want like their shoppers to call in while they're watching it. Okay. I guess I'm just not the the target audience, so I don't really know uh-huh. why that's the case. But I guess like she's bringing the bacon because she said that like she's doing this so that Harry Hamlin could choose the parts he wants to do. That was sweet. I liked that. That was a nice moment. But, like, yeah. what's who's asking Harry Hamlin to act? Well, he was in he was in like Mad Men. That show ended like two years ago. I know, but that was a, I think it was a big deal when he joined it. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> a big deal to Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we also got, speaking of filming shows, we got the behind the scenes look at Erica, Jane, and Eileen going to Young and the Restless. Mm-hmm. 
And that, and we all commented that that is a sisterhood. Those two women. Yeah. I love their friendship. I think it's real. I love when Erica like dresses Eileen up as Eileen Jane, which I hope we get more of this oh. season. I think they respect each other. Same. They're just like two women in show business. Show business you know? women <laughs> who've yeah. carved out their niche. Right. They're yeah. not like, it's not like they're, I don't know, uh, like Jennifer Lawrence, Jennifer Lawrence, or Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep, right. but they are—they're Eileen Davidson and Erica Jane Girardi. Right. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Bring us through this journey. Okay. So maybe we could use Jimbo's help for this. Uh, Eileen, Rena, and Erica Jane. No, no. Dorit. Eileen, Rena, and Dorit got drinks at the Grove. Set the scene. No, they got it not across the street from the Grove. It's a, it's like a bar restaurant called Tart. But like Fairfax. when you say across the street from the Grove, like the Grove is essentially its own set of streets as well. Correct. <laughs> this is like so reminiscent of like your Los Angeles reporting on Los Angeles episode, which when was he, wild. When he acted like he was the first person to discover Los Angeles, <laughs> the buildings are not as tall as New York. Thank Just, like, wide-eyed and, like, in <laughs> awe of this. I'm gonna make it here. <laughs> That's Hollywood. Um, yeah, I mean, the Grove is basically, like, an outdoor shopping plaza yeah. center. Yes, with its own... So they were drinking wines out across the street. Across from, the street from the Grove. From their shopping yep. center. It's like, there's a container store, mm. a cost plus world market right across the street. Okay. It's tart. Yeah. To set the scene. On is Fairfax. That's... Fairfax and... <laughs> and uh, Third, would you call that Miracle Mile? I would not, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that area is called. It's just called like Grove Adjacent. Yeah. I think it's Miracle Mile. Okay. All right. Um, hey, tomato, tomato. <laughs> right? Oh, no. Miracle Mile is where like the tar pit is, right? That's where, that's like the tar pits and LACMA, mm. um, you know. So LA. I like the part when they were talking about uh, Erica Jane getting her ninth chart topper hit and Eileen was like it's you and then like Rihanna <laughs> <laughs> and she put Erica in front of yes. Rihanna topping yeah. the charts charts all of them all of the charts yeah um I don't know Kyle pissed me off in her confessionals because she thinks she's so funny and then like the whole Dorit talking about Erica's regime being out on display that storyline was so contrived and such a bore. I know she's trying to like make a name for herself. Right. Yeah, by bringing Erica's, they said vagina so many times this episode. And then she went and bought her underwear. Yeah. Trying to be all funny. Have you ever had to escape the room? I'm dying to. I love that. I would love to like solve the clues. Work as a team. Team building. Team, yeah. I love team building. It's like something you do with your office. You I don't... know, but I don't want to do it with my office. I want to do it with my friends. Well, aren't some of them like, I don't know, I've never done one, but it's usually, oh, sorry. It's usually around Halloween, right? Where they're like, scary. Well, that would be a spooky. No, that's a, that's a haunted house, I think. Well, well this, one was little, <laughs> this one was a little haunted. And we were talking about a remi- it, was, it was reminiscent of uh, Carlton Gebbia's home. Very this much so. Room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was as if they were escaping her home. There were like pentagrams on the walls. <laughs> yes. and, like It was dark-sided. Yeah, for sure. Dark. It was a god test. God. Was, yeah, worst night of my life. 
Back in the moment, I never appreciated her, but like looking back and the fact that Kyle said that she <laughs> possessed her computer screen is like the funniest thing in the world to me. <laughs> With like maggot. Larva. Larva. <laughs> I loved Carlton. Uh, then they all went out to dinner after Escape the Room, and Lisa Vanderpump got confused for a moment, thought she was on Vanderpump Rules, and she had her executive producer hat on, trying to like too bluntly stir the pot. Yeah, she went for it. It was like not natural. It was like, so what did I miss about your vagina? (laughs) I love your Lisa Vanderbilt impression too more. Yeah, no, I'm good. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, I don't like, that's why I want Lisa just on Vanderbilt rules because I like when she's wearing that hat there. Mm -hmm. But here, Joanne vibes. You're all supposed to be friends. Like, right. they're not supposed to be, like, trying to produce this show. That's why they should, like, start building the show around Eileen and Erica. Because mm-hmm. they're actually, like, friends. And then... Spin off. Sp- oh, my God. <laughs> e like, and E. Like a six-episode, like, road trip spin off. Well... We've talked about road trip spinoffs before in the show. Oh, yeah. For, for the loyal... <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. He's never heard an episode of this show. literally never listened to an episode <laughs> of this podcast. I think you only listened to the LA one because it was about you. Yeah. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. No, a better road trip would be Dorinda and Shannon Medore. I don't think he knows them. Do you know these people? I know. <laughs> I know Dorinda. It's like, what are you doing here without Dorinda? <laughs> Um, and then Shannon, I love. I love Shannon. All right, let's talk about some ladies of London. I've been catching up over the winter break, and I am falling back in love with it, even though I am just recently fell in love with it to begin with. Well, I've always loved them, but I'm not caught up, because I was on Jupiter. <laughs> yeah, well, welcome back to this planet. Uh, the reason ladies of London is so good is because these women know each other, we have like sisters-in-law, we've got Adela, who apparently has been friends with all these ladies for a long time, even though this is her first season. Mm-hmm. Um, so the most recent episode, were they still in Mapperton? Was it the end of the Mapperton thing? Oh yeah, I think it was the end of the Mapperton, but then most of the episode was after Mapperton. So one of the American ladies on Ladies of London is now the Countess of Sandwich. Yeah, she's the Sandwich. But like, it's, it's, she, <laughs> but like, she's like a real Countess, like, has the property. Is, is her, t- is she Countess? Is that the title? Yeah, because she's we, like Baroness. No, something? because her husband is the Earl, oh, and God. they didn't make like an Earl-esque. Oh, yes, she talked about that. Yes, you're right, you're right. Yeah, right. so. Oh my God, that husband. He's. Facha Bruta. <laughs> <laughs> he is. But this a bridge troll. <laughs> this woman is like an actual countess with like the property, the estate, but she's the Alex McCord of London. Well, I do want to say I, I was gonna comment on this. I feel as though if you take Alex McCord and somehow gene splice her, you get this girl Jules, and then Marissa, the one with the pregnancy problems. Marissa. Marissa, the one with the pregnancy problems. Like they both, like. If you put them together, it's like you create Alex But McCord. search for jewels from Ladies of London just to see like what I'm Oh, put. the face you're talking about. It's the face and the hair and like yeah. all of it. Is I'm talking the, about the personality. The yeah. Jules is the... Wait, that's this not... One? That's not... No, it's this one. Isn't that very Alex McCord? <laughs> Quite. With a, better, <laughs> with a better... With a better stylist. With a better stylist, yeah. A um, better blowout. 
Something about her face is also giving me like a little Heather Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> a wide mouth. <laughs> I don't know. Cute hair though. Yeah, but those two those two American women are like so if I was them, I would like especially the one who like doesn't want to move back to California. She's like, I made it here in uh, in London. Like, I don't want to. Oh, go she's back. the one who had just the, had the baby. Yeah, and her re- her hot dog restaurant closed. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Those two like depress me more than anyone else on the show. Oh, I love Juliet, the other American. Well, uh, I feel like she wasn't in the first few episodes. She wasn't in the first one until the very end. Who is she in this world? She, she's one of the other Americans. But it's, like, why is she, like, who is she to anyone? Like, why is she involved? She's really close with Caroline Stanberry. Yeah, she seems just like a, a minion. Oh, she had a bigger role in previous seasons, I think. Okay. Um, but Jimbo, this at the initial start of this series was sort of set up like Gallery Girls, where it was like the London girls were the Brooklyn girls, and the American girls were the Manhattan girls. It was Ooh. very much that. Mm. But it's lost sort of that, and because there's now a girl from Denmark, and we were supposed to apologize about that a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah, Car- <laughs> Caroline Fleming. Yeah. The, the 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 Danish baroness. Yes, and we kept on saying that she was Dutch. Dutch. Yeah. I mean we're in the we're in the right vicinity. <laughs> <laughs> um apparently also we learned this episode, uh, maybe you knew this from prior seasons, that this Caroline Fleming is a culinary icon in the the Danish world. She is? I thought she was just like an icon because she was the host of America or the Danish next top model. She also did that as well? Yeah. I guess maybe if, like, if you're in a small little country like that, like, you just do it all. If you're, like, the star of the country. <laughs> you just do it all. Like, food, model, this, ladies of London, like, everything. <laughs> Wait, the bad thing is, though, she, like, outed her father's, like, grave Cancer. illness yeah. to the press when she was at that event. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, that was too bad, but I, honestly... I'm, like, interested in going back to the first two seasons of Ladies of London. Do it. It's That's good. That's how good this is. The first season is a little rocky because they have, like, two girls who didn't make it to the second season. Caprice, who I guess is, like, some big tabloid star, but her voice sounds exactly like Dorit. Dorit. Mm-hmm. Like, fake. Accent. Yeah. And then there's this other one who looks like Portia de Rossi, but it mm-hmm. isn't. You know what? Maybe that's why the series is having some trouble taking off kind of in the similar way of Miami, how they have their first flop season Mm -hmm. and then they like figure it out, but then it might've been too late. Yeah. That's why I'm worried about Dallas. Yeah. You got to like come out of the gate strong in this economy. Mm -hmm. You really do. People are going to tune in the season two. These are, these are beautiful women. I'm sorry. I just Googled (laughs) ladies of London. Oh, that's the first season cast. Oh, okay. So another, only that, only the middle three are still on the cast. Another fun fact is that Lily Allen sings all the interlude songs of the show, Jimbo. Lily Allen. Yeah, she's like, it's not okay. I thought we, <laughs> I thought we said it wasn't Lily Allen. It just sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like, why do they do that? It's so awkward. The musical interludes. Is this the current? Sorry for mm. all you listeners. I know. Can't see really, this it's really engaging. That's. <laughs> No, that's the original cast, but the, she's like always center peach Stanberry. Yeah, yeah, Caroline Stanberry, who's moving to Dubai, apparently. She's giving me like, this photo's blurry, but she's giving me like Kristen Takeman vibes. Uh, I see it. Looks wise. Like I, I, hair, yeah. I guess. But yeah. with like, uh, 
a heavier brow. Yeah. She looks... She's the most British looking to me. Yeah, yeah. She looks yeah. like... If I like saw her in the street, I'd be like, Brit. Yeah. Come on, Brit. She looks like, like... I want to say like Prince Harry's ex-girlfriend. Which one? I don't know. Just like <laughs> that blonde woman? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Um... But yeah, we'll be. I think we'll be back in full force with Ladies of London next week when we're all like back on schedule, back on schedule and like feeling off great. Off our feet for the holidays. Off our feet. My trip to Jupiter will finally be over. <laughs> you will return to this planet. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like. But if you're not already on board with Ladies of London, get into it. Definitely. Um, so now this is going to be a strange detour for this podcast. Um, we're going to talk about another podcast. Yeah. Making Oprah, which, uh, if you guys haven't caught it yet, it's three main episodes, which are about an hour each, and then there's going to be, I think, in total three or four bonus episodes, which are only like 15, 20 minutes, and if you were ever invested in the Oprah universe at any point, this is worth listening to, but also if you care about daytime TV and maybe you were too young... For Oprah, this might still be interesting. It sort of goes back into the history, because it's going to be the 30-year anniversary of the Oprah Winfrey national show, so it goes back into the history of it, and then they got the Oprah interview, like, midway through, sort of. No, no, she did all three episodes. Yeah, but, like, at the beginning, it was at the beginning, but, like, not the complete beginning. It, like, was a thing that the producer was able to get the interview. yeah, yeah. It was really interesting. I listened to it on the bus on my way here. Um, I fell asleep, but only because I was really tired and it was really warm on the bus. You're, you're really selling this podcast. Um, what are your histories with Oprah? Did either of you ever watch it growing up? I watched it near the end. Oh, like what years would you say? Um, probably like when I really got into like daytime TV. So like oh, college. Aren't you like and... responsible for like watching that for work for a while too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like more before that, like college and like moving forward. And I was obsessed with that own show they did about the behind the scenes mm-hmm. of the making the 25th season. Yeah. Like, because it's really interesting to watch like the producers and like them trying to like get people here. I think Jennifer Hudson, like secretly left Chicago to go to like a gig in Texas and it was big drama because there were storms. That's a good show to watch also. Jimbo, did you ever watch Oprah? Uh, no. It's like, <laughs> like honestly. Do you know who Oprah is? Do you know who she is? Who? <laughs> um, no, don't you know. You know Beyonce was on the final Oprah episode. I, d- I did watch that. Yeah. That's not the United Center where she was like handing out handing diplomas. Handing out the diplomas. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, no, it's weird. I respect Oprah mm. for the empire that she has built and for like, just like the woman that she is. She's such a force. But like, I do, she's not on my radar. I don't know. Like, I never watched the show. Uh-huh. I watched the Lindsay, like the fixed Lindsay oh, Lohan documentary, uh-huh. which I, which I found like very self-serving for Oprah. Like it made me mm-hmm. sad. And I well, was that, like, this was post Oprah Winfrey show at this point. So this was her right. trying to make own a success. Sure. So she mm-hmm. had different. Yeah objectives in mind i would totally. say but no i respect her i honestly just like don't think of her often <laughs> uh well, I, sorry. oh my god a fun tidbit from the um from andy cohen's book actually is he was approached to do the own show where are they now oh yeah oh which well, is like weird like, such an insult because like his career is like like peaking yeah now. yeah jill zarin and daniel staub both did it though yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I personally, 
I would say my peak Oprah years was when, when I was in uh, middle school and high school, uh, especially middle school, because I think you, you uh, oh, I, I think even in high school, I would get home in time, like, like four o'clock, four o'clock, the four yeah. o'clock hour um, to watch it. So that was like 94 to 2001. So yeah, nurture versus nature. We know where Dan stands. <laughs> <laughs> Run on, run on. That was her theme song that she sang. <laughs> Would not know. Would not know. Oh my god. But it was really interesting looking. It was interesting to hear about like the choices that she regrets and like the platform she gave. Like what she was talking about, the skinheads, and how she realized while taping that episode that she was giving them a platform and they were using her yeah. to like get promo. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Well, the way that the podcast is set up is that the three major episodes are split up in the first decade, uh, well, the 80s, the 90s, and then the 2000s. Mm-hmm. And then there's, I liked, the one that I liked the most was actually the mini episode, the bonus episode about politics. Oh, yeah, that was and good. And about, like, how she never wanted to get into politics on the show, but she made the decision to do it in the 2000 election, and she thinks that... George Bush's interview on the show actually like had a major impact on the election. Well, the host of the episode talks about the fact that like his numbers jumped post Oprah, like he was behind ten points and then was up like one percentage point after Oprah. Because yeah. she gave them equal time, she gave Al Gore and him yeah, equal time, and he was really warm and like really natural on it, and Al Gore was like stiff, stiff. Yeah. Yeah. So it's crazy to think that, like... Thanks, Oprah. Thanks, Oprah. Um, but yeah, I would check it out. It's like an easy listen. Yeah, it's not like an investment. You don't have to, like, listen to 20 episodes. Or the 37 episodes. Or 30 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so definitely tune into that. So... We're going to go into some highs and lows of the year, but we're going to start with two... Frequent. Frequent contributors... You know them and love them. Yeah. We'll do Peas Corner, come back, and then we'll do Connor being real. Yeah, so let's start out with some Peas Corner, which is surprisingly, like, a light Peas Corner. He's not as scary as usual. Yeah. All right. Hello, boys. I know it is uh, sort of a cliche to talk about how 2016 was a grease fire, um, and I know that Peas Corner is often a, a... dark scary place that people don't want to venture to so i would like to end this terrible year on a lighter note and just discuss one just the one the one the only one good thing that happened this year before i do that though really quickly first i would like to submit for your consideration i i like that you have started referring to the Rinna Hamlin children for one of them as Amelia Bedelia. I'd like to submit that Delilah's new name should be Hey There Delilah. And because they are currently modeling in New York City, the full name for Delilah Rinna Hamlin would be Hey There Delilah. What's it like in New York City? Rinna Hamlin. Just wanted to submit that for your consideration. Also, Dorita's shaping up to be a, a, a real Kelly Dodd style monster but unfortunately that the season might be just irreparably dull already um the other sort of 
cleanup thing. It, it hadn't come to my attention that not everyone has seen Kim Richards' performance in Black Snake Moan, which is available on Netflix if anybody wants to spend their hangover times on January 1st watching that to start the year off right. Uh, Kim Richards... So just to summarize, Black Snake Moan is a movie where Christina Ricci plays a messy southern nymphomaniac who can't stop cheating on her husband, played by Justin Timberlake. So to cure her of her nymphomania, Samuel L. Jackson chains her to a radiator and prays over her for a little while until she can behave herself in public. And Kim Richards is in that movie giving a community theater-worthy performance as a messy alcoholic which is strange because she is one in real life and so you'd think she'd be able to do it and she can't um but i think everybody should watch that and dan i think you should watch it immediately um before i go the one good thing that has happened in 2016 that needs to be discussed over and over and over again is the tatiana and Alyssa edwards lip sync on drag race all-stars 2 to shut up and drive please rewatch this over and over and over again there are so many wonderful moments um there is one moment when both of them are spinning around in unison and you can see alaska with her glasses on clapping in the background because she's so delighted the zoom in in carson cressley's face when they both drop down to the ground at the same point in the song um the fact that they're wearing beautiful matching costumes at the very beginning Alyssa Edwards does a weird thing with her like fingers over top of her eye and then she points her fingernails at the judges like scary talons which is wonderful I just think everybody should analyze that sort of shot by shot and really drink it in because the rest of this year has been terrible but that is a a real beautiful highlight that has happened and we deserve to go out from 2016 on a a good note and that note will always be Tatiana thank you thank you P (laughs) (laughs) thank you I Uh, agree that that was great that that drag race moment is something that uh, carried us through 2016 this year Mm -hmm. legendary yeah um I do need to catch up on Black Snake Moan to see that major motion picture performance by Kim Richards. I watched it years ago, but I like, like you said, I don't remember Justin Timberlake being in it. <laughs> well, I think he's only in it for a few minutes, maybe. I don't think he's like a main character. Mm. I hope Kim gets some more roles in 2017. Yeah. That's, that's my New Year's resolution. That's all we can hope <laughs> Find for. Kim Richards' work. <laughs> uh, but speaking of Drag Race, did you? what are your guys' favorite memories of Drag Race this past year? Read You Wrote You. Oh, yeah. Which I'm including in the New Year's Eve music video playlist, mm-hmm. by the way. I mean, everything Tatiana did. Yeah, ta- the Tatiana Tati- Redemption. Yeah, it was her moment this year. I've been, I was a fan of her season two. Sure, yeah. And I feel like a lot of people did not appreciate her. I watched her second elimination at her home bar. Remember? Oh, yeah. You were reporting live from D.C. Yeah. And everyone was mean to you. They weren't mean to me. Just no one acknowledged me. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, so other drag race highlights? Well, yeah. Also, I mean, there we did have a regular season as right. well. I, I mean... This was Bob's season, right? This is one that yeah, which was a good yeah, season yeah. after the previous season, which was 
not so I don't, uneven. I've but I've grown to appreciate season seven. But only because you stand for Katya. Like Yeah, but I don't know. Season eight, I just feel like it was so overshadowed by like All Stars Two that it's like people forget that it existed. It was overshadowed. But I think it was but, I think a lot of people thought it was a great season. Yeah. Especially the fact that like there wasn't a clear winner. Yeah, the top three were so just I feel like widely loved. You yeah, know, like, you could have mm-hmm. gone to any of the three. And like, I don't know. I remember like Bob what was like the the acting challenge where Bob played The Empire Cookie. Challenge. Oh my god. Like Yeah, yeah that was good. Thorgy yeah. was really good in that. Thorgy was great. And like all of Kimchi's looks were right. great. Naomi's like scarecrow look. Yeah, that was great too. I loved Naomi the most, I think. Yeah, she's she's a star. But yeah, it's weird. I don't know. I'm not that like in the mix of like I don't mm-hmm. you know but I feel like I don't hear about what they're up to that often oh because All Stars right. overshadowed it right. like by a lot because they normally get a full year like, mm-hmm. of promotion like I have a sense of what they're doing I know they're like on tour and like doing their thing but I don't know I just haven't right but I've seen so much more from like Alaska Katya Detox Tatiana and like all them yeah. this year than I have from any of the season 8 girls. Well, hopefully the season 8 girls get to come back for All-Stars 3. Who do you want to see on All-Stars 3? Well, obviously Kim Chi and Naomi. LaShawn Beyond. <laughs> well, we're going to have a whole episode eventually, I think, about our... Did we, did we do an episode about All-Stars Dreamcast or no? Maybe we didn't. Know. I don't know. It's been 37 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I was also reminded by um, friend of the show and roommate to the show, um, to the show. <laughs> Valerie, that we need to do like a full ranking of all of them. Oh yeah, which we attempted just for like shits and giggles, the there's two of us. There's that something. In it. There's something <laughs> in my Gmail where you guys tried to do that. Yeah, yeah, we did it. Yeah. yeah, we'll we'll do it again. Well, like there's more queens since. I think there's been two fresh seasons. I think it was right that. after you moved and it was like just me it was just me, Dan and Jamie hanging out and we subjected her to like sitting there while we did know, the Alex, ranking. And here. Alex was here too. No, he wasn't in the picture yet. No, I think he was. No. The new normal. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, so let's take a quick break and listen to Connor being real. It's been a while since he's been real so I wonder what he's been up to. Hey, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, hello. This is Connor. I'm with you for another installment of Connor Being Real. It's a very special 2016 Come Through Queen related wrap up edition. I've made some very brief notes. I'm going to run through my fave highbrow, let's be honest, lowbrow TV uh, revelations of 2016. First of all, obviously, the Real Housewives of Orange County visited Ireland. It gave you the Connor Being Real segment on this show and it also gave us hours of amazing TV to think that the women were kicked out of one of Dublin's most high end department stores is something that I will take to my grave. It was truly iconic. Um, I'm going to say Erica Jane as well. Like Beverly Hills has been really boring last season and this season is not really feeling much better. But I am so into how Erica has this like great mix of like high camp, like crazy image, but she's also just really like calm and collected and, oh, you thought you would try me? Nah. Which I think is really refreshing for a real housewife on that show. I love Ladies of London. I feel like Ladies of London is the show that Beverly Hills is could and should be like i feel like we're kidding ourselves by not like admitting that it's basically a real housewife show just without the branding i don't know i mean it was originally meant to be one right uh rupaul's drag race was hands down the best thing that happened to me in 2016 both season eight and all stars just blew my head off like season eight felt like a return to form great characters like the slightly longer episode lengths meant that 
kind of breathe it better. And then All Stars was just twist after twist after twist. And I'm so glad that Alaska won. Yes, I said it. And I don't regret it. Uh, Come through Queen highlights for me. Oh, there's so many I could choose from. I will say every time you guys were a little bit lit or drunky drunk, it was very entertaining. Um, I enjoyed Red, White and Come Through Queen quite a lot. It was very educational about where the wives stood on the political spectrum. I enjoyed Alex discussing celebrity memoirs. And of course, guests like Peach Larm and Kerry O'Donnell really stole the show throughout the year. And I think Connor being real was a pretty great segment as well. Um, thanks for all the laughs and fun this year, you guys. I'm trying to keep this short because Brennan has given out to me about my long segments before. So peace out and I'll see you in 2017, you guys. Yas. Oh my god, I love my Irish sister. (laughs) Thank you, Connor. I don't even have to edit it down. Normally I have to edit it down from eight minutes to like two and a half. Oh my god, the first time when we asked him for like five minutes and he gave 11. (laughs) Yes. Um, Connor, I will say the same thing to you that I didn't say to Kelly Ripa, but I wish I did when I saw her and watch what happens live. You are a consummate professional. (laughs) Oh my god. Um, I do want to transition from what he said, uh, like the the best come through queen moments of this past <laughs> year. I feel like a lot of people enjoyed the political episodes as like an informational tool. Agreed. Um, and red white and come through. And friend to the show Christian up in Boston said that he found the uh, episode right after the election to be a very uh, self care esque. Uh, relaxing episode to listen to especially since we were pretty lit up with the ice clinking and the microphones yes i that's the time i brought the bottle of kettle one and i think we came close to finishing it (laughs) (laughs) um any other memories you want to bring up brendan from come through queen this past year um all of our guests are nice Oh um, yeah, Alex, every time he's been on with his book reports has been great. I love all the hate directed towards his um, theme song. Oh yeah, he loves that as well. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Not one positive review. <laughs> Not even from his mom, who hates the theme song as well. Uh. <laughs> um, Carrie was a great guest. Yes, and I like the I like hearing um, Connor say that name because it's very Irish. I know he's that might be the, the most Irish that name has ever been said. That's true. And then uh, of course Peach Larm really found his voice this year in Peace Corner. <laughs> <laughs> I love when we pull him out of the corner and into the the cavern. Uh, um, I do have. We actually do have a report from Pishlarm and Slack. Ooh, is this a cut me some slack segment? Yes, this is <laughs> this is cut me some slack. So, P posted a photo. Oh, for those of you who don't understand, P uh, P has a boyfriend named Zach Slack. Yes, and that's why uh, th- th- that's where this report comes from. Yeah, Dan really wanted to be called cut me some slack. Um, <laughs> um but. I noticed that they were at the Standard Miami, and I happened to follow Megan King Edmonds' brother, R.J. King. You freak. Also, also, um, dad to happy puppy, baby, baby. <laughs> he shares he, he shares a dog with Carol Redswell. Megan King's brother shares a dog with Carol Redswell. Yeah. Yes. And is Megan King? Is Megan King? You know he doesn't listen because we did a whole I segment know, on I know. it. <laughs> Is Megan King Edmonds' brother LGBTQ? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I perceive him as mm. such. Okay. So, I jumped into the comments and I said, Are you in Miami, right? The standard Miami. Megan King Edmonds' brother is there. And then he asked me to send him the, his Instagram. And P said, he, Megan King Edmonds' brother yelled, Shut up, you queen, at P's boyfriend, Zach Slack. For what reason? This afternoon. Maybe because Slack was being loud. I've only met him once. I don't know how loud he is. Okay. Um, Although we are gonna reunite with him in a few in a few months. Well, you will reunite. I will meet Zach Slack for the first time. Where? In February. Fill at, me in. At at the bitch slash live show. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh yeah. So then. Um, so, so see you guys there. <laughs> so then, someone named Brendan Mark Gibbons popped up and said he's sitting next to me at the restaurant right now. And it wasn't shut up, you queen. It was stop yelling, you queen. And it oh, did happen. Oh, my God. And then P posted a photo of Megan King Edmonds' brother, and he has cornrows. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then friend to the show, Britton Davis, Connie Britton, said, of course, her brother has cornrows. That is insane. I am dropping hints that I'm shook. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm fully shooken to my core. Wow. Great on yeah. on on the ground field reporting. Thank you, Zach Slack. Heard it here first. Um, so let's go through some of the some of the highlights and lowlights of 2016. Okay. Yeah, give it to us, Brendan. <laughs> okay. Um, we already we already went through Paul's Drag Race All Stars. Okay. Um, what about the Berkshires? The best moment of Housewives television in 2016. Three episodes, the span of 24 hours is how you do it in New York. Timestamps, Dorinda, cakes mushed on top of other cakes. Jules playing Twister, Carol in the closet. Bethany wearing a jacket that I think the character Bane in the Batman movies wore. And Luann's hairstyle. She copied her. Then yelling... You fuck everyone. <laughs> oh, I mean, if you need, like, watch three episodes of Scary Island and then watch three episodes of Berkshires and you're set for the day. That's all you need. Yeah, Luann not acknowledging Jules' father's cancer. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's, let's move on from that. What about Christina and Whitney's duet on The Voice? Which was amazing in and of itself. But then our favorite drag queen and friend to the show prodigy major performed it this year on stage she was this the hologram thing yes so she what she does is she performed so christina aguilar performed and then welcomes to the stage whitney houston and then whitney hologram takes the stage but when prada <laughs> does the live show she performs as christina and then, and then lays down and dead. Well, no, she announces, and Whitney Houston, and then drops to the floor, and then everyone goes and deposits $1 bills in memoriam. <laughs> the first time she did that, we... We freaked out. We freaked out. I, it was like one of her best... I was moments. dropping hints that I was shook. Best drag moments IRL this past year. <laughs> <laughs> What's the second best? No, yeah, just one of the best. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about, okay, The View finally. Yeah, we finally found, The View found its voice 
despite Barbara Walters dragging it. Well, Dan and I have been saying since the summer, we picked out the cast that we wanted in the summer, and they whittled it down. Maybe they were listening to Come Through Queen. Maybe. (laughs) It could be. They whittled it down to what we want and what we like. Joy. Whoopi. Jedediah. Sonny. Sarah. Sarah. Yes. The five. I thought you were going to start listing all the Duggar children. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. Remember... Last year in Chicago, you were you getting into fights in the Duggar Children's Instagram account comments? Uh, yeah, I think I was pretty deep in <laughs> Jess's Instagram, and I think it was during maybe during the scandal. He like it, that was something involving pedophilia. Yeah, yeah, it was during that. I just wanted to, I just wanted to like be a part of the conversation. I mean, whatever. <laughs> so what else do you have, Brendan? Okay, uh, we've got Joanne Glory Days Lemonade, <laughs> Dangerous Woman. Yes, for. Three great albums. (laughs) Three great albums and Lemonade. Stop! Wow. No, No, I'm kidding. I like Lemonade. I'm just... I'm just rattling the hive. I really like like Strawberry Lemonade. I was going to bring some tonight. But instead we're drinking uh, Icy Lemonade. That's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah, I need a refill. Great, uh, but I'm, I mean, some some solid albums this year. Yeah. What's your favorite of the four, Jimbo? Um. <laughs> <laughs> um if it's not Joanne, you are kicked off of this show. Um, it's Joanne. No, 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 I I think I've listened to Joanne once. Wait. Um, maybe uh, like Lemonade, sure. But wait, what do you? Oh, so. <laughs> I want, I want to announce that, uh, so Alex and I exchanged Christmas presents uh, right before Christmas, and then after he had already given me all my presents, and we like set, we set a limit for, uh, for each other, he said, well, this... What was, the, what was the limit? I'm not going to say what the limit is, that's so tacky. <laughs> uh, but w- he said, okay, this is over the limit, but this isn't a present for you, it's a present for the both, both of us. And he handed me a, a gift-wrapped item, which I could tell is a record. And inside is a vinyl for Joanne. Huge. Beautiful. It's the deluxe edition, mind you. On vinyl. <laughs> On Collect- vinyl. Collector's edition. That means it includes Grigio Girls. I know, which I don't even think I have on my iPhone, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Despite Brendan's like super fandom for Grigio Girls. But we all, so we had Joanne, we have Lemonade, which you love. Sure, yeah. yeah. As, did, as, <laughs> as, as did many, actually. Not just me, guys. A lot of folks did. Um, <laughs> Reputable publications. Said, which you love. Yeah. <laughs> only you. Like, like, I'm the only person who liked Lemonade. Yeah. But uh, let's also not forget Ariana Grande. She did win uh, Artist of the Year at the AMAs this year. Right. And. F- fantastic album. Dangerous Woman, like, I come back to. Quite frequently, especially like on the elliptical. Right. Does being on the elliptical make you feel like a dangerous woman? No, but it, like the part where she's like, it reminds me of being like on the bike, like how she is inside to side. Inside to side, yeah. So then, like, I like pump it up a little bit. <laughs> FYI, I'm going to a Gaga ride at Soul Cycle tomorrow morning. Oh so my I God. actually wonder if they'll, uh, I'll have to report back and just see what. What song? How much Joanne they choose to do or I, choose not to do. I do yeah. inc- I do include Dancing in Circles in my elliptical song rotation. Okay. Okay. And sometimes AO. Yeah. What about all my Grigio girls? No. No Grigio girls. Um, Where do you think you're going? 
Joanna's. I hope that's the like cool down. Joanna's self-titled track is actually my favorite track of the album. Um, Also, in 2017, what we're gonna do is we are going to a family dinner before you leave for Hamilton. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to go to Joanne's. That's a good idea. Joanne Trattoria. Yes. Joanne Trattoria. Yes, and we'll give a full report on this here show. Yeah. Yeah. No, we should do like a full. Review. Well, yeah. also because there was an iconic episode of Real Housewives of New York yeah, that took you were place watching. there. They shot it at Joanne. <laughs> at yeah. Joanne yes. Because Dorinda's personal close friend is Stephanie Germanata. Her daughter. Her daughter. Her daughter. <laughs> yeah, no, I think we should do that. Okay, should we go into. Um, this is. This actually happened like right at the beginning of Come Through Queen's lifetime. What? Um, and Neil, our friend oh, yeah. in Boston, brought this up, but Kelly Ripa's. This was a big part of the news of Come Through Queen. Yeah, like this like was our foundation. Yeah. Our long national nightmare is over. Remember when she left the show and then she came back and gave the speech standing up? Yes. Yes. And then Michael Strahan was gonzo. That was, I mean, that was tense for a little bit. I was like, I was on edge that weekend. I came with was like, uh, in the Catskills or whatever. I was like, I was on edge. <gasps> oh, and she left in what... Uh, she was holding the David and Goliath book. Yes. And we're wearing a, sh- like a, a jacket that said, like, freedom or free. Yeah, something, like, dramatic. She, like you said, she is, is the consummate professional. Oh, 100%. Though I think you initially said that about Lisa, Lisa Rinna the oh first time we went to go see... Totally. ...her at Watch What Happens Live. Which picture is on my wall? The Kim Richards picture? The Kim yeah. Richards picture, Oh, yeah. we, yo, we went to the Kim Richards, Lisa Rinna episode before they were housewives together exactly yeah yeah and kim uh lisa rinna i think got she i think she rented the runway or there was there was a barcode on the bottom of her shoe like she had to like return the shoes oh when my she was God. done i remember because she was like anyway and sure. wasn't she mad that she didn't get the first chair lisa didn't she say something to andy about like not being seated in the first chair yeah, something happened. Yeah, there was something weird. That's like the politics of it all. And I then think- Kim, Kim talked to us a lot about sea turtles after. Yes, and she said she would never go get lunch with Faye Resnick. With Faye Resnick. Because they're not friends. Um, that, was, but that was so unwell. That's like such a thing that comes up every time I feel like all these ladies, when I went with, when I went as a personal guest to Leanne Locken, Real Housewives of Dallas, <laughs> so fucked <up>. she, <laughs> she made a comment about like, it was like with Cecily Strong, she made a comment about like not being in the front chair. Also, Cecily Strong laughed at my joke or something that I said. And she's, she's a funny lady. So. She's a funny lady. Yeah. So that means I'm funny, you guys. She's a comedy queen. <laughs> um... I'll wait for Dan to sit down before we start talking about Leah Remini. Because I feel like if we have one true queen of the past two years... She is my mother! <laughs> Leah is my mother! This episode is off the rails. <laughs> no, Leah Remini has had a year. I mean, she's closing out the year with J-Lo and Drake. But she this phenomenal show that she has, she's found her purpose... What do you think she got Ariana for Christmas? <laughs> her, 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 granddaughter. Daughter, her granddaughter. <laughs> <sighs> okay, next on the list is, and I, I thought this happened like years ago, but the Kim exposing Taylor party. Oh, yeah, that was this year. Uh, Taylor's over. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor created snake emojis. I didn't even notice the snake emoji before Taylor. 
Yeah. I wish I've never had one good thought in my brain about Taylor Swift, honestly. Oh, I went to her concert. Yeah, I was going to say, you didn't go to the concert. You went to the concert. He had already moved out of New York. Oh, yeah, that's true. I don't know. Maybe he went to, like, the Hollywood Ball. <laughs> the Hollywood Ball. <laughs> A man who never heard of L.A. before this fall. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I didn't. Nope, sure didn't. But. but that reminds me, also, this year was, like, Kim's tragic... The robbery. Events. Yeah. She's been out of the spotlight for like months and months. Are they filming? Maybe like the the Christmas party is like the grand return. Mm. Heather McDonald was there. Of course she was. I should have asked P to put something about that in P's corner. Okay. There's always next time. Should we move on to start closing it out with our in memoriam? So this week, instead of a freak of the week and the one true queen, we're going to look back on all of those that we lost this year. And some of them we are very fond of, and some of them we're glad to see go. Yeah. So, Brennan, read it, read it off. So, Michelle Collins, her stint on oh, The View. But, you know what? It's for the best. Because we get to see her once a month now on UCB. Yeah. So, Jimbo. Jimbo. Jimbo reports yes. to the field. Um, quick report. Um, you don't even know, you didn't even know who Jimbo this took, was. Jimbo took my ticket because my holiday party was on the same day. Yes. I, I took the ticket. Um, Dan invited me. And asked if I wanted to go see Michelle Collins at UCB. And normally I would say absolutely not. Because I, 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 really, really I don't really care for comedy in that, in that form. Um, so I was like, who is this anonymous woman? And she, turns out she was on The View. And she was hilarious. We had a great time. And gave you a fig bar. And gave me a free fig bar. Uh, she was brilliant. She's so funny. Yeah. And personal. And like, we were, we were LOLing for sure. And you spilled a wine on Alex. I spilled a wine on Alex. Yeah, I I still feel bad about that. But yeah, Michelle Collins is a star. Yeah. And I'm actually like... So in memoriam, but like... Yeah. She's resurrected. These aren't people who actually died, just like P.S. Um, (laughs) Second on the list is our our sister. Oh my god, Jules. Jules. My sister. Jules from New York. She was with us during our darkest time. She was. She was there the night that Orlando happened. She was... A queen just posted up at Stonewall with her age-appropriate gaze. Was she fired? Not at that point. Not invited back. Didn't we decide that she left by herself or no? No, I don't think she would have left on her own accord. Yeah, but our sister, a friend to the community, Alex put her in a headlock. (laughs) Oh my god, yes. Tune into that picture where she is struggling for her life. Um, next on the list is Fifth Harmony. Oh. My god, recipes, Camilla. Camila. Not a star in the sky. My god. <laughs> no, but I actually have to say, though, over this past week was the first time I ever listened to the latest Fifth Harmony album, like, from seven start 11. to finish. Oh, seven. <laughs> seven. Seven. Uh, that's yeah. where they're, they're going to be working pretty soon. Henny. <laughs> Henny. Um, next is... <laughs> that's all we got to say. Society's respect for Bethany Frankel, and I feel like Dan has a lot on this. <laughs> I don't have a lot to say, but like, an ardent fan, P, like, finally came to his senses and realized Bethany was not one to side with this season. I think my sister's still into her. I think it's a little harder for the women to to back off from her. Interesting. Um. Uh, Billy Bush, what are you wearing to the Billy Bush's over oh party? Bye. Bye. Bye, Billy. I know. I thought he was going to uh, like come back in some fashion now, especially because like you know things that we thought were going to be over forever 
are coming back, like Celebrity Apprentice. Well, yeah. Like, if, if Trump wasn't elected, I feel like Celebrity Apprentice might not have actually taken to the airwaves. Interesting theory. Yeah. Um, but King Willie Geist is still around with us and kicking. Wait, I thought he was taking off today's show as well. No, he does his own show Sunday today. It, I th- which I, I think is a promotion. I mean, it's a promotion. It's a promotion. Really? It's like, yeah. a, it's like a, he doesn't have to go to work as much and it's... Uh, no, but it's like he gets to do like news magazine stuff. It's like yeah. a competitor with like CBS Sunday morning in a way, right? Yeah. yeah. But he's probably making less money. No. No. no Ridgewood's no. finest. Ridgewood's <laughs> finest, yes. A fellow oh Ridgewood High School graduate. Really? Yeah. You didn't know this? Yeah, Willie's no, from I didn't, town. I, I yeah. didn't realize why why you had a horse in this ring. Well, let's get in this game. Um, no, Willie's a king, and yeah. Like I, I told you via text the other day, when I get bored, I Google photos of oh, Willie Geist Lord and God. Tom Schwartz. Yep. Two kings. Um, so let's go through the next few. Actually, no, let's let's spend a little time on Lala because she's still with us right now, but for the moment, she's being flushed. well. She didn't show up to the. I don't know if you were paying attention during the end of this. She episode. didn't show up to Sonoma. Yeah, she didn't go show up to the flight, so maybe that's like the last... The last straw. Maybe she's the last one we were losing this year. Yeah, and then we've got Yolanda Foster. Which I think is a mistake. Taking her off the show, what what happened last season was not her fault. Yeah. Sad. And she's produced two lovely, three lovely children. Models. Model, model citizens. Yes. I would love, like, Mohammed to join as a housewife. I want to see him holding a, a diamond. <laughs> His Instagram is my favorite place on earth. <laughs> Wait, like, Jimbo, like, actually love loves him. Yeah. He's actually, like... Like, his ideal man. <laughs> Maybe. Always having lunch. Always having lunch. At the same place. <laughs> At Wally's in Beverly Hills every day. And just ignoring, like, building codes and, like, zoning laws mm. and just building mega mansions, you know? Hit me up, Daddy. Kim Fields. <laughs> Kim Fields. Um, I enjoyed her. I enjoyed seeing her. I enjoyed reconnecting. But this was not the venue for her. The story about Bethany refusing to, like, oh. give, get on the phone with her and give her advice In about the being book, a housewife. By Superficial. So, Jimbo, Andy, Jimbo. In the book... Andy reveals that Kim was on the phone and he was like, Bethany, come here, come on the phone, give Kim Field some advice on how to be a housewife. Bethany was like, I'm good. Wow. That's, That's why we're rude. reporting live to the Bethany Frankel's over party. She's not a sister. Um, Megan King Edmonds. <laughs> Wait, is she over? Yeah, isn't she off the show? Ah, uh, you know, I th- these, this is one of the things that's like it's not reported by E until I hear from E's mouth. <laughs> no, because E's part of the parent company. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. But E doesn't have a mouth. No, but you know, we remember we we thought we thought Cynthia was gone. Oh, and she rose and like she a phoenix. Back. Yeah. So you never know with these things. Um, and the last one is Bob the Drag Queen Spotlight because it was taken by All Stars Two. Yeah, that's really. Rude, actually. I like Bob. Yeah, purse first. Uh, purse first. No, 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 purse first. <laughs> oh my god. No, actually, of like all the recent, like the modern drag queen winners, Bob would be like one of my favorites. 
he was modern since like, like season five and on. Yeah, last four seasons. Last four seasons. So, so like Jinx, Bianca, oh, Jinx is yep, a flop. Yeah. Who won seven? Violet Chachki. Violet Chachki, yeah. I like Bob better than all of them. I like Bianca the best. Is, yeah. are, is Are Bianca's new projects canon? Are we, like, following them? I don't know. She has the logo show, and then, like, Hurricane Not Bianca me. is doing the festival mm-hmm. circuit, I think. Right. Are we, so are we keyed into those, or no? No. Okay. That's fine. Neither am I, but... I watched the <laughs> I was just curious. No, we watched the special. I didn't care for the special. The one that Michelle Collins was in? No, 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 not the movie, like the Bianca, like, comedy show. Oh, yeah. She did, like, the hour of stand-up. Oh, yeah. I couldn't finish it. Did, I didn't watch it. I just feel like I It was, like, it. 15 bucks on, like, uh, Vimeo. <laughs> I, I think I just, like, stumbled upon it, so I think it was on Logo, too. But um, I think I, like, I would like it if I'm there, like, have my... My two drink minimum, but if I'm like sitting home on the couch, like eating a Lara bar. Yeah, it's like if we were like to watch like Prada's show, like yeah. <laughs> in the comfort so, of our own homes. Yeah. Um, so this is a translate. So this is us. That's our episode. This is us. This is us. This, this is family. <laughs> Gosh. Um, Let me tell you something about my family. Thank you, Jimbo. You're Thank- welcome. Thanks for having Jimbo, me. can we even find you on social media? Where can we find He's you? He's on Instagram, but you, didn't you say sure. you were going to leave that? No, I, I like Instagram. <gasps> oh, you were going to leave Facebook. Ugh, Insta- you like Instagram? Instagram's a flop. Instagram. I like, I like you, Instagram. Twitter's where it's at. You are not Instagram queens. I love Instagram. Twitter's where it's at. Yeah, Twitter. Come on. Come back, Bimbo. No, I won't be coming back to Twitter, but you can Okay, so me. then don't follow no, him. Do you even know your Instagram <laughs> handle? Yeah, I'm... Uh, it's his name. I'm James... V as in Victor, I-G-G, James Vidge. G-G as in Hadid. As in Hadid, yeah. Yes. Um, please follow me. I, maybe I'll follow you back. I don't know, we'll see. Oh, you have a private account. I do have a private account. Oh my goodness. God, like, make it hard. Did you guys bring me on here for my, like, social media savvy? Like, <laughs> no, so. Thank you. Anyway, this was fun. Bye. Oh, yeah. Um, I do... <laughs> I do want to acknowledge, we did recently get... A, a great review on iTunes and we all encourage you to come out and review us on iTunes because it helps us get people to acknowledge I will, I will do that oh thank you and uh, also just just come out if, it, if it's comfortable for you and you can do it if you feel comfortable with your family that's great okay so let me <laughs> let me read this uh, review it's by it's by Richard's Balloon Ghost titled Bravo, Dan, and Brendan, bravo. Hosts Dan and Brendan are my two true queens. This is one of my absolute favorite podcasts because when I listen, I feel like I'm hanging out, drinking wine, eating macaroni salad, and laughing with my best friends while we talk about the important things in life. Housewives, little mix, the view. Whether you're hopping on a plane, going from Atlanta to LAX, or just getting to work, you should probably... You should absolutely, you should absolutely be listening to Come Through Queen. Thank you, Richard's Balloon Here, here. Here, Dan, here. Dan's least favorite part is when I do the gag about jumping on the plane and going across the uh, country. I've grown to accept it, actually. Uh, so, Brennan, where can we find you? <sighs> on Jupiter with my I family. <laughs> on an alcohol vacation. At not Brendan on Twitter, the best social media platform, in my opinion. I agree. And you can find me on IDKIDK IDK on Twitter. Uh, so, 
like, comment, subscribe, heart, share, and retweet. Love us, love us. Please retweet. Goodbye. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Come through, Queen. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.